Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by PRMG. PRMG is proud to offer AIM members world-class solutions that help brokers like you create speed to lead and compete with the larger lenders. Enjoy a full suite of state-of-the-art technology and world-class training from the masters themselves, Barry Habib and Dale Vermillion, all absolutely free. Remember, we don't grow without TPO. Find out how PRMG and its competitive pricing can help grow your business. Get connected today by logging into the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. All right, welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. I'm your host, JP Hussey of the Hussey Team Mortgage Advisors, and today I have my good buddy who I just met, and I'm going to say it, Tano Capadani. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. So broker owner, originator, easy fundings, home loans. What's up, Tano? Hey JP, thanks for having me here about today. Oh, of course, of course. So you're out, you're out in California. What part of California? Rancho Cucamonga. It's All right. uh, between San Diego and LA. All right. So between I'm gonna write this down, San Diego and LA. I've done that drive a few times. Uh I'm from Philadelphia, but my best friend moved to San Diego. Um, so I've done the drive from San Diego to LA. I know there's a military base right there off of one of the the main highway am i wrong uh you, you'll see quite a few of them actually you'll see it but i remember you know just kind of going up so that's cool that's cool how is um well i guess it's only what time is it there 1 15 that's correct yeah. all right it's 4 15 here um how's the market where you're at right now well the market actually it's uh honestly it's strange that's for sure and what okay. i mean by that I mean, you see all these uh, big news is a big, you know, all the everybody's talking about rates and this and that. And the end of the day, I got outbidden in three of my offers last week alone. There were probably 15 or 16 offers per property. Right. Mm -hmm. So so what I can say about the market, uh, I maybe across the U.S. You can see a lot of, you know, you can see some really down you know, market going down in, in, in many areas. But I can tell you here is really strong especially where I am around the probably would say about 35, 45 mile radius. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that there's still a, some multiple offer situation and I can tell you those, those clients are waiting to go in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So just to give you a perspective over here on the East coast, right? Philadelphia area, same thing, 15, 16 offers on a, a single property. Um, even though we're on the other side of the country, it, it feels about the same from what you're saying. Right. Um, but every market's different. That's why I like to ask about it. Um, and today was a fun world in the, in the mortgage industry, right? We woke up to, uh, you know, mortgage backed securities. Was it up or down? Whatever it, it was, it was like a hundred basis points about right. Very volatile market. A lot of news out there. We don't, we don't want to get into too much of that, but, um, but yeah, it's a, today being uh, March 13th, a lot happened today okay. and who knows, right? So, so Tano, um, how long have you been in the industry? I've been in industry since January, 2003, JP. All right. 2003, Come you got on. a couple years on me. I was 2011, uh, 2010. Okay. Yeah. So 
take us to where you're at now because you uh you're a broker owner originator right same as myself where you're at 2003 how did you get into the business i'd like to know well uh you know back then i was a 22 year old kid i'm 42 years old now okay so i was actually going to cal poly pomona here uh, it's a uh, cal university very i mean it's uh back then the only job you can do to to attend school and and study and do all that was a waiter an italian restaurant actually i was working mm-hmm. italian is my uh my third language therefore um I was, you know, hired there to, you know, wait and, and take care of people. Cool. And stuff. Of course, it, it, it gave me a lot of customer service and a lot of uh, yes, can do attitude type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So in the restaurant, I would have this guy come in and uh, always dress nice, you know, nice cars. And he was only like a couple of years older than me, you know. And I and he always leave me a good tip, 20, 30 bucks for lunch, you know. And I'm like, hey, man, you got I got to ask, what do you do, you know. Uh-huh. He goes, you know, I'm in a mortgage business. I'm like, okay, so we'll <laughs> tell me a little bit more. Uh-huh. He's like, you know, you buy, you refinance this and this. So how much can you make per loan? And he was telling me you can make this, that. And of course, my antenna, you know, went up. And when you're a kid, you, you pay attention to, you know, cars and clothes and money and all that. Sure. We do too now, but we're way more mature to, to, to appreciate it in a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. So long story short, I told him, you know what? I'm going to you know, give me your card. It was with like three or four people. I'm going to start work. I'm going to come to you and interview with you tomorrow. And he goes, what makes you think you can do it? And I told him, if you can, my friend, believe me, I will too. <laughs> you know what he said? He goes, "You're hired." <laughs> oh, I love it on the spot. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, I do a lot of these podcasts, and um, I've been in the industry long enough. I I love asking that question because it, it's fairly the same, right? No one really thinks they they don't go to school to do this. You kind of fall into it. It's a very relationship uh, type business, like uh-huh. you said. You just met somebody, um, so that's really cool. Now you. You said you speak three languages. Five. Five. All right. I need to know what they are. That was the third language, the one that was talking about. <laughs> I don't know. So you have you have English? English. Uh, actually, Albanian, okay. Italian, English, Spanish, and Arabic. Oh, very nice. Uh, I know English, and uh, that's it. So you know. And, and mortgage. And mortgage. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I know gibberish, too, but we won't get into that. Um I'm Irish, so we have a lot of curse words too. That that could be another language, but either way. Um, all right, so 2003, you went, and what type of company did you work for then? I worked for a broker, a local broker. They were uh, hiring us. They were doing a lot of. Uh, they were they had a business model of calling everybody, telemarketing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was there. I was actually I listened to the main guy, to the top sales guy. I sat with him for like two months, exactly what he was saying and all that. Uh-huh. So obviously I picked up, you know, how they can close and all that. So within six months or so, I was able to train this guy how to close. Mm. Very nice. Very nice. It was a, it was a, let like me say the love at the first sight, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, so you started with an actual broker in 2003, right? Correct, correct. Before we go to the next stage, obviously being a broker in 2003 is a lot different from a broker Oh, 2023 what's what's the biggest difference okay so the difference is this back then of course you're young you're hungry you have a uh, you you are so you're blinded all you see is a, a phone book a yellow phone book that i remember business cards those old ones and those rollers of business cards used to go and make calls mm-hmm. so so the mindset of back then was more of a i have to make it happen right so so you are in a different uh 
unleash mode. Like, you know, when you have an animal in cage and let's go, you know? So right. obviously, you know, I had a international tuition for school. Um, it's just expensive, you know, and you are, you're trying to grow and you're debt from, uh, from the Cal State University, as I was explaining, mm -hmm. I was saying. So basically it's a different mindset. Now it's a matter of growth. Now it's strategic. Okay, we're going to do this. We're going to hire this. We're going to get this. It, it's much more of a, obviously the level of maturity in 20 years it's it's a it's, it's a different person mm. i'll be honest with you i feel like i'm a different person you know i still have the drive i still you know the same drive that i had before but it's just different it's more of a in, impacting others versus mm. what i got to do it for my bank account mm. yeah that makes total sense right i would think i'm 40 years old age has something to do with it right but you've been in this this long 20 years that that you've grown from there so yeah let's jump around a little bit from my notes right so i have here we i'm a big mindset guy myself right um let's talk about that a little bit more because like you said when you when you're younger and you got in you had the yellow pages more of a grind it's just go get it go get it go get it right now it's more i think like you're trying to say advisory caring for the client even more not that you didn't before impactful people want that they need that right so let's talk a little bit about mindset because people need that right now in this industry right even more um so i mean i'll just go right to it. here's a question what is your mortgage mindset you may have said it already but go for it no not, not, not a problem at all actually i i can i i love the topic and uh, see mindset it's it comes in a different way it can come in a, from a family from friends from mortgage from any profession that you do the mindset that I have now, it's that people who work with me when it comes down to, let's say, let's start with the closest, which I mean by that, the people who make the company, right? Mm -hmm. People who, who work with me, I want to make sure that they're taken care of. Okay, I want to make sure that their families are actually take, also uh, enjoying the fruits of the, of, the, of the labor, right? And this is the reason why I haven't laid off anybody or even cut hours, even mm -hmm. though, as you know, market has gone over 50% down. So that being said, I want to make sure that every loan officer that come with easy fundings or comes with me or I'm a mentor to their life changes, right? From internal, from LOs, from even agents, their business changes. Mm -hmm. right? So I want to make sure I'm going to be the lender to go to and advise them. How do we get more business? How do we do more calls? Mm -hmm. How do we keep those people accountable? Right? So even agents, I want them to be productive. I don't have to worry about lending. I don't want them to jump around just because it helps them on a, help them on a, on a, on a, let's say on a yard sale or, 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 or take some cookies or whatever mm -hmm. the case might be. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to build, I'm actually building an army of, of client referrals, right. Mm -hmm. Advising clients for the right investments where I have, I've told people before, you know, what this not wait two or two more months. I've told them, you know, even mm -hmm. though my Bible was dry, if I didn't believe in it, even though, you know, everybody says it always supposed to, I understand that, but sometimes mm -hmm. you have to sell what you believe in. And this is exactly what, what I'd stand for. Right. So mm -hmm. it's much of the mindset that I have. It's mindset of growth. It's not mindset of tunnel. It's not mindset of, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm hundred thousand dollars negative or $50,000 negative from this month's production. And let's cut off now. Let's do this. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. So those it's, you said it, it's about relationships, right? Mm -hmm. We take care of our own. Number one, we take care of our referral partners. We take care of our clients and that's the mindset. And if you don't have this mindset, I'm sorry, but I don't know how these people will last in business. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I mean, you said it perfectly. Um, Another way of maybe talking about, I talk with my team a lot is, 
hey, there, there's karma. There's always doing the right thing, right? It's, it's not about your bank account. And it always, when you do the right thing and you put, put others first, like you said, it, it always seems to come back to you anyway, sure. right? Absolutely. And I believe that's part of the mindset there. Um, so if we stay there, what, what are some, I don't want to say techniques because you're talking about mindset, which I believe with. And I think just with your mindset, people feel that and they're, they're attracted to what you're bringing, but what are some of the ways you're taking care? Let's just, I already know you take care of your employees. You, you know, I know that, but what about re your, your referral partners, your clients? What are some of the things you're doing to them to show them that you care and it's impactful? Is there any techniques there or okay so so first of all as an originator because i think that's that's what it directs yep. to as an originator, originator yeah. uh, great question by the way um uh, as an originator i have to make sure that the unknown factor there is no unknown there is no doubt there is no what i mean by that okay mm. i'll tell you for instance when it comes down to a value proposition number one value proposition it's knowledge and experience mm -hmm. also communication and execution mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. So knowledge means that that there is absolutely not even very rare scenario, JP, I'll tell you that I would not know the answer and I would go to underwriter. It's extremely rare. Most likely they will check with their people too in order to give you an answer, right? But that is because of the time that I, I, I it's like I, I got to, it's like going to war, you need a lot of ammunition with you, right? Mm -hmm. so I arm myself with a lot of knowledge because of the passion that I have for the business, right? Now, on the referral partners, I update them three times a week, no mm. matter what, mm. right? I send them rate sheets every day. Why do I send rate sheets? I don't send them rate sheets when the rates are two and a half percent. I send them rate sheets when the rates are six and a half. The next day it's five and a half for seven five, and it goes back to seven and a half, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So yeah. why, because even them, I get bored of my email. No matter what, they're going to get that question answered by a client that they're prospecting every day. So they missed Monday's email, but they're going to get Tuesday's email, right? Mm -hmm. Once a week, I send them product of the week. What's in the new market? What are we doing? I send them videos. I send them constant touches to mm -hmm. make sure, not because I, I need to be in their face so they can send me business, but also to, to fuel them with knowledge and with, with whatever questions they get asked the most, right? Mm. Not to mention, once a week on different offices that I go to, I actually get about 20 to 30 agents, sometimes we do it on Zoom, and I do a class for them. Mm. And a lot of times we prepare about the questions that they have, and we can do it. A lot of times I actually bring it to them if I see something valuable. So mm. I'm constantly dumping knowledge into my referral partners that to the point where also I think, you know, we go out and we do things like, let's say we did a, a last Wednesday, every Wednesday right now, I'm doing a class. I'm not a class. I'm sorry. I'm doing a, uh, a call out to clients. Basically that there's about 15, 20, 25 agents they're calling. So I go there for five to seven and I'm there lender on the spot. So if you have any, questions, I tell them about market mindset. Okay. What do you do in this case? Well, the market goes up. Well, how do you combat? on the rates what do you do what what do you say when they say oh, the rates are too high mm -hmm. that's we you know we basically role play with them and a lot of times actually last week i even talked to a client on the phone for the agent so i told them and the clients well that makes a lot of sense right after i was done with them i mean in different uh sure different ways the most important part gp is to do it mm -hmm. action not what to do i would rather do eight things wrong and two right and those two right will bring me more than anything mm -hmm. else.
I was done in the last five years, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of a lot of idea people, right? Ideas. I can lay around all day, but if you don't do any of the ideas, what's the matter, right? right. You know, right. you have to have a little bit of that confidence. You got to get out there. And I see that a lot. A lot of people are um, uh, paralyzed, right, yeah. from doing picking up the phone or doing a video. Or This comes from, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you're absolutely no. right. You see, being a video content content writer and all that, it's beautiful. Don't take me wrong. I'm, I'm, I need to work on that skill. Mm -hmm. But because I have too much skill on the other side, that's why I haven't dumped into it, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. but I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's a bad business model. It's a great business model. But of course, it doesn't make you doesn't make you a true loan officer just because you shoot a video, right? You make oh, it sure. back, probably or a good marketer. Mm -hmm. But anyways, what I'm saying is that 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 on this case, on on God, I lost my thought. That's okay. okay. So mindset. Okay, there you go. You were talking about phone calls. Mm -hmm. The problem that we have as loan loan originators, or even real estate agents, anybody in our industry, people got too lazy on the last 24 months. Oh yeah. Prior to this happening, right? Because what happened is that everybody got so accustomed and a lot of you, uh, a lot of these agents or, or loan officers are like, you know, three, four years old. I mean, in the business, maybe two sure. or maybe one or whatever. They got so accustomed to phone ringing. Mm. Their phone to ring versus them ringing somebody else's phone. Yes. And this is a big, big, big problem because people still do not realize how important is your prospecting every single day. I don't care how busy you are. I don't care if you have 10 escrows or that, or you're shooting this, you're doing this. The problem that people are having right now, they do not spend their time on what's the most important thing to do, which is originate. Mm -hmm. That's it. Contract yeah. escrows, sell the client. That's it. Other people will take over from there. Any questions? Mm -hmm. LECD, all of these things should be passed on, right? And we should oh, yeah. only be focusing on origination. A hundred percent. That's what we got to do. That, and we're going to get to that part in a minute because I know big things I want to talk to you about is your processes, procedures, delegation, because that's something I struggle with. I want to talk to you about that. But I did want to flip over to you talked a lot about the the originator, Tano, right? Let, I want to flip it real quick to owner, Tano, right? Yeah. And the mindset that you you know you give to your, your other LOs, to your employees. Could you talk a little bit about that in this in this market, maybe, what's your mindset in that direction? Okay, so so first of all, uh, that's um, uh, on, we do our sales meetings every Thursday, right? Okay. So we do about three, uh, we do about four sales meetings uh, a week. I'm sorry, a month. Every Thursday, we do uh, a company when it comes only for LOs, and then the one time a month we do it with the company with everybody else because I want okay. also the internal to see. Oh, what cool. Going okay. Now, on the sales meeting. One of my main topics is when I hear people, you know, oh, I lost a deal here. Oh, I lost a deal there. Oh, what should I do here? Oh, what should I do there? And I tell these guys, I say, listen, you need to have so many escrows that if you lose one or two, it doesn't matter. Right? When you babysit one or two, mm -hmm. what happens? You're already stopping from three or four. <clears throat> You cannot have that mindset. The mindset should be, I want to make sure that I'm originating at least, you know, 15 to 20 escrows a month. If I lose one or two, that's okay. And sometimes they'll come back and somebody messes up or whatever the reason might be, or even agents. You have to choose who you work with. You cannot please everybody. You cannot go to every single person and say, yes, I can do. You cannot be the yes man for everything. You can. Sometimes the client is rude. 
Sometimes the agent is rude. Sometimes or rude or whatever the case might be. It's not about handling the rudeness or not. It's about the headache you're going to get throughout the 25, you know, 21, 25 days, whatever the, the escrow closes on this specific, in so much energy while you can do in something else. So I'll give you a great example. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. In my, in my time right now, let's say, I get HELOCs all the time. Okay. I get HELOCs. So people come to me, hey, do you do this HELOC? I'm sorry, but I can't. But what I do, oh, we have to service a client. I, I, yes, uh -huh. I'm servicing them by a bank. I'm connected with a bank. Mm -hmm. I know they don't do their first. So when they come back to me, they're going to come back to me anyway. So I'm not losing the client. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give the client cheaper, first of all, because you know who sends HELOCs out there. They're not good. Right sure they're going to get the best customer, the best uh, the best rate. I'll package it for them, but I'm not going to hold and babysit and hold their hand in 25 days because mm -hmm. there's, my time is so much valuable. I cannot spend four or five people operation, which do my loans on HELOCs, right? Mm -hmm. So I pass them on. Or Jumbo, same exact thing. I tell my guys, hey, listen, you're doing a Jumbo. You cannot compete. I don't care who you work with. You cannot compete with five and a quarter from Chase or Bank of America or Wells Fargo. We can. We're not depository people, bank. We don't hold their, they make their money on, on their on their savings every month. That's why they have a one per point, one and a half point cheaper. Mm -hmm. We're not a bank on, on Jumbo. We will never be a bank on Jumbo. Mm -hmm. So guess what? What I do when the guy comes to me Jumbo, immediately I go to my credit unions, right? Mm -hmm. And when I tell them, I say, listen, Mr. Credit Union, which obviously I know them for many years now, there's a $2.5 million handed deal to you. Guess what? On your next uh, deal that you have a turn down, come to Daddy for Nunkiam. Yep. And I'll take care of it, right? Come to daddy, baby. 100%. But he knows it. I don't, I, I expect zero dollars. Expect zero dollars in return. Mm -hmm. Just a true, great relationship. I don't, when I refer out, I don't care. Give me this, give me that. Too much. Mm -hmm. Too much. Just take, mm -hmm. take care of my people, right? Yeah. Promise this place closing. So basically, the mindset is that spend the time when you know you can win and when you can take care of it. This is where your time should spend on. You should not be spending, oh man, we opened, they didn't call back, man. And, the more you talk on this, the more your mind is going to get polluted with things mm -hmm. like that. And mm -hmm. another agent like that is going to come and break your balls, right? So oh, it's, yeah. so, it's so important that I tell my people, my allos, please, guys, focus on originating only and the rest, it doesn't matter. When it comes to internal as a broker, okay, mm -hmm. I tell every single one of them, guys, listen, whatever you do, if you clean your building, if you are the front desk, if you are docs whatever you do processing loa whatever you do you own the position mm. you own it i'm watching you i'm not watching you you have to own what you're doing because your results will show me what you're doing eventually because a lot of these people say oh man i've been working 50 hours 60 hours a week can i get paid this it's not about how many hours a, a horse can work 60 hours a week <laughs> that's not the point the point is that how effective are you in those hours? How impactful are you into the company? Mm -hmm. Or even the loan officer, how impactful are you in the marketplace if you want to make a certain amount of dollar? Are you worth a million dollars a year by your work ethics that you're putting in every day? Mm -hmm. So if you're not, the question is not the company, it's not pricing, it's not stock market, it's not none of it. Stock. It's here, mm -hmm. right? It all depends of what your mindset tells you right? What, what, what you do. So you are worth, my friend, what you put into the marketplace. Simple as that. From a W2 perspective, from an originator perspective. Yeah. Hey, man, that, that, you're getting me pumped up right now. I might go run through a wall. I don't even know. <laughs> um, but
But I love it. I love. It. I mean, a lot from from what I'm getting from this. And you tell me if I'm wrong, right? Because I'm listening loud and clear. S- simple is key, right? You got. You have to keep it simple. Go originate, right? Now, I'm sure this can be frustrating for you at some points, but you're an originator too and an owner. So you hear clients get stuck up on those one or two deals, and you're like, just go. It's tough. It's tough to get out of it sometimes, right? I get it, but that's why you're hammering home. Um, abundance mentality, right? Not that scarcity mindset. That's when, like like you're saying, you get stuck on one or two deals, blah, blah, blah. I can't do anything more. No, move to the next. Go get more. Help more people out. Do what you're supposed to do at a big level because you have to believe in yourself in terms of I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the best for the client. I need to help even more people out. Absolutely. That's what I look at. You know, that's great. That's awesome. Now, and that's a great segue here, baby. I love my segues, right? So you tell your originators, go and originate. Get it and move it on to another part of your staff, LOA, process, or whatever it might be, right? So let's talk about those processes and procedures and being able to delegate, right? If you're going to originate, you got to know how to delegate. And that back back end product better be good because that's the last taste in that client's mouth a lot of times, right? So let's talk about your system here of originate, boom, get it out. What what are you doing there? Okay, so so yeah, great great questions. But so so this is the thing. Um, the advantage that I have as a company owner is because I'm also been originating for at a high level for a very long time. Now I'm sure there's people who find more, but I I don't care I don't care for number sure. one. I, I really don't. What I care about how much do I maximize my potential and what I have. How can I influence? Right. This is my if if I feel short of that, it's because I'm comparing myself with myself. Right. Mm. So that being said. The reason why I brought that up is because Easy Fundings, my company, is actually made by me, right? Obviously, I'm the single owner, but most importantly, I design it to help other LOs to grow the same way I grow within the company, Mm. right? And what I mean by that, as an originator, and I'm sure you know this very well, what is the most important uh, thing that people need, uh, needs, right? Especially loan officers. Number one income believe it or not yeah makes sense i don't care if you are the smartest loan uh, loan officer in the country but you're not going to read 1065s and take two hours of your time to save them an e-folder and do all this crap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? so what i do i have loas to get all the, all the client paperwork i apply okay. for my company right and for myself so basically i train them myself and i, I expose them with, with the rest right number two most important pre-approval desk we have two people that pre-approve only all day long, right? Mm. Besides Saturday and Sunday. So basically, you have anywhere from 45 minutes to two-hour turn time for each mm. scenario. So what does it mean, JP? You send me a file in as a loaner. Let's say you give it to LOA. LOA is full. So it goes to pre-approval desk, even though LOA can do that very easily. The reason why I do that is because these guys are both like, like machines, right? The pre-approval desk are trained exactly I'm talking about penny to penny with any underwriter, right? Nice. So we get these. Now, when the LO gets this, he has income, credit, everything, assets, everything, or maybe like some explanation we need or whatever. Sure. You, you write the deal, we send the pre-approval out. Next thing you know, these guys, is the offer is as good as cash, as you know, 15-day mm-hmm. closing, right? So now also, in-house processing. No contract. I don't. I never believe no. in contract processing. I don't care for it. The reason why, because they will detect your success by market goes up, 
they don't pick up the phone. Market is slow. Everybody is nice. Way more expensive for the client. I don't need to charge them that much. It's it just all around. So I want to have control. I want to make sure that, that if we're slow, I have my processor slow. Guess what we do? Everybody's opening FHA uh, guides, uh, VA pamphlets, conventionals, all the new stuff. Make sure they're doing two to three trainings a week to make sure that nothing gets escaped, right? Mm -hmm. so that's what we do on our on our slow time. So uh, processing, uh, disclosure team. We run a correspondent uh, shop, by the way. Okay. Disclosing team. We make sure we disclose every single file ourselves. So disclosure and processing is not even the same people. We have an order, disclosure order appraisal, and uh, I'm sorry, disclosure file order appraisal. Processor takes it to underwriting from that point on, right? So everything is is systematic. That as if you can you can throw in as much as you can, mm -hmm. they can actually handle it, right? Because mm -hmm. obviously we have enough people, especially now. But most importantly is policies and procedures, right? Mm -hmm. This is written down. For it took it took us six months actually. I'm very blessed to have a great operation manager. He's a great work ethic. I would say uh, I would say probably probably the best out there but what what what's the way the, the mindset that he has the the work that he puts it would not allow me what i do because i like sales i like people i like bringing business i like bringing a loss i like to to have loans in our pipeline can i do that of course i can but if i were to do both then obviously it would harm me i could not there's no way i can do both at a high level right mm -hmm. so so this person actually has been a blessing and, and, and true true asset of the company because as far as compliance as far as Policies and procedures. Obviously, we reviewed it together. We sat down many weeks and we completed it. So basically, and we got this from UWM, just so you know, after we talked to cool. other people. So basically, every person in the company has their duties specifically written to them. Mm. Which means if you take off today, somebody can come in on the same day for whatever reason, you got a flat tire or God forbid something at home or whatever. Somebody can jump in and complete exact tasks that needs to be done based on the job descriptions that we have. Mm. Emails, access, everything. There is no oh, faults are in. She, she has the conditions. We don't know where they are. We've got to wait for the processor. Daughter is sick. All that stuff has been eliminated, thank God. Nice. Now, now, everybody knows their jobs. Now, what happens, the reason why we wrote those, those policies is because it keeps people accountable, right? And by that, it keeps people accountable. People cannot say, I did not know anymore mm -hmm. because all they have to do they go to our website to our portal you click and you views everything will show up there right mm -hmm. and that's been a game changer for us because now everybody's more accountable on things and everybody's on it right and we of course we go and you know every week we we discuss things and stuff we do have our once a week meeting internally as well as with sales but once a week i mean more than that i think it becomes a little bit more too much on and off so we don't want to spend too much time I'm not talking about files. I'm talking about more of a, of things and, and sure, issues, sure, you know. So I hope I answered what you asked me. Yeah, no, no doubt. I want to talk. No, that's great. I mean, having these direct um, uh, policies and procedures. Hey, there's life, right? It's not all mortgages. Yeah, if someone gets sick, you someone's got to jump in. Just because one person's out doesn't mean the business stops, right? So someone can jump in and do it correctly, like not missing a beat, right? Correct. Now, the big thing I want from you is is delegation right and maybe this might be more and i would think the policies policies and procedures help with this right but what do you tell someone that has trouble delegating and saying i just originate now it's your job right like people struggle with that what would you say to them 
Okay, so so I, I never understood why, to be honest with you. I understand that people that can have some kind of control sense into them. Sure. Okay? But it's our job to choose the personalities and the people that fit us the best, right? And especially now, there's a great time to, to get people, right? If you're an originator and you do not trust the person you're giving the file to, mm. that's a big, 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 big mistake you can do. Mm. And I'll explain to you, right? Now... As an originator, we expect to make, let's say, I don't know, half a million, 750, one, whatever the number is, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But we all expect to make a certain annual income uh, in order to provide for school, you know, kids or, or whatever the case, whatever, you know, goals we got and, mm -hmm. and, and responsibilities. But the most important part is that originator is the highest paying one. And I'm sure you know that, right? Of course, in LA, we'll not make the same as a, as a, as sure. a loan officer. But if my highest paying hour isn't getting contracts and opening escrows, right? Why do I want to spend myself on getting an updated pay stub? Mm. If I were to tell you, JP, I haven't run to you in five or six years. Would you believe yeah. me? Uh, well, after speaking to you today, yes. But before that, no. Okay. So, so do I know how to run to you? Absolutely. Do I know what you it takes? Okay. Remove this, remove that, add this, put it this, done. That's all. I just see it. I don't need to be there. Mm -hmm. What if I were to tell you I haven't sent an pre-approval letter out? Wow. In many, many years, right? Mm. And I'll, I'll, I'll go to that in a second. Now, the reason why I do that, because how do I go 7, 8, 10 million a month or or or, or 15 million a month on, on the crazy times or 20 million? I don't know. One month, I don't know. It was like 36. <laughs> I don't even remember. So, so, so how do you go there if I have to worry about pay stops, if I have to worry about this, if I have to worry about that? Mm -hmm. So if my ending goal is to make sure to have as many escrows as possible and transaction closed, my job, my friend, is to go and make relationships, mm -hmm. create a relationship with the borrower, not about their paychecks, to buy the goal. What's what you're looking for? Investment. Okay, we can do this. We can do that. Hey, who else do you know? Or the agent. What who else do you work? Or listing agent. Did you like my transaction? Oh, do you? My job is to do that, not paperwork. Mm -hmm. So especially now, my mm -hmm. advice to people who are slower I would triple down on the business mm -hmm. because if you were to tell me that you don't want to pay a three, $4,000 overhead because market is still, you don't know what's up. Well, you're out of your mind because yep. what happened to all that fat that you got for the last two years? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you made a fat on those years, you have, you know, probably, you know, a few hundred thousand, I mean, whatever, 50,000 saved. That doesn't okay. matter. If you have some money saved on the side, what you need to do, you have to invest back into your business because now is the time of our relationships. Now is the time for us. We can go out there because when market turns, my friend, you, you, you're already in front line. Mm -hmm. you're not, you, you, you don't want to be the refi guy where you forgot about your agents again. Same okay. thing. Same exact thing right now. You want to be the purchase money guy where you, right now you have an LOA. I have four LOAs, by the way. Mm. I have an LOA. You have a processor. If you're a loan officer, it doesn't matter if you're a broker or if you're or a LOA. It does not matter because you can have the same brokerage under a brokerage. Mm -hmm. You can have the same business under business. If no no broker will tell you, don't hire him the time. Nobody will tell you that. So if you're working on a leadership that it has a mindset of not growth, you're working in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the rates. I don't care about retail, wholesale. These things don't matter. What matters is that you having the ability to create your own team within a team or go work with number, whatever the case might be, right? So mm -hmm. I strongly suggest you find an LOA number one processor. With these two, then you had the second one, you had a third one, you had a second processor, and that's how you have a lay. Because if you want to make, think about this, a million dollars a year, 
right? What is it? 2,000 working weeks? Uh -huh. weeks? What is it? $500 an hour, right? Mm -hmm. If you're making $500 activity an hour, you're never going to make it, my friend. But I would rather pay 30. I would rather pay 40 out of those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's a good I point. I need to do, right? Yeah, there it is. Time That's to the best. Right. Pay the 40 out of the 500. 100%. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm with you. 100%. I love it. I love it. So I'll tell you what, Tano. I mean, we only have like 10 minutes left. You've been going nuts. I could, I'm going to run through a wall after this. But anyway, <laughs> Sorry. I always, <laughs> no, no, I love it. I, no, it's in a good way. I mean, so I have a lot of energy is what I'm saying. I love it. I love it. So I always end this with two questions, right? Uh, and you've answered some of this already, I'd say, but. If you were a brand new loan officer, you've been doing this 20 years now, right? But if you were brand new, or if you're someone that, that needs to reinvent themselves right now, what's that one or two things that you're going to do? Okay, so uh, brand new loan officer. Okay, now, the goals are different. Okay, so this is a very broad question. Okay, mm -hmm. everybody wants the end goal. I want to be a millionaire. Oh, I want to be this. I want to do this. But not everybody work ethics will equal to that task. Mm -hmm. Okay. Me as a tunnel, I will not stop until I met at least 10 agents a week. Mm. Back then we called 10 agents. We didn't know if they if they sold shoes or they were a real estate agent. Yeah. Now you got MMI. Mm -hmm. Great tool. You got CRM. We didn't know what CRM was back then, and I'm sure you know too. Mm -hmm. We had no idea about CRM. We were thinking everything was by hands and saving. So, so now there is so many tools right now, and I feel that people get lazy instead of getting mm -hmm. more work. Right. So, what do I tell to somebody? First of all, this phone here. I'm sure they got a thousand num numbers at least in their phone. Mm -hmm. Get a CRM, thirty bucks, forty bucks a month, whatever. Right. You dump numbers there as many as you can, from prospective buyers, from agents. Mm -hmm. I, I would go tend to open houses for sure. Some people like to sit in one open house for five hours. I, I've done it differently before. I would go, I, I would go and spend, I, I would go and spend six, seven open hours uh, houses a day. A cookie, a cart, this, that, take the mm -hmm. agent, say, oh man, I'm here, I live close by, whatever the case. Say, when you sure. go face to face, if you have a problem, when you see people on the phone, oh, I'm busy, agents by phone, they're going to say they're busy. They're not busy. The reason they're not busy, not running a business, not running a business. Correct. And that's 90% of them. So if you go to open houses, you identify who your, who your, who your people are, who is in your market, you will the numbers are, right? Once you see who's doing what, you can go and check out their open houses and you can meet them and you can see in person. Listen, I know you have a person you might, if you don't, let me see what I can do for you. Let me add some more value. I always do that. I can help you in open house. I can help you this. Like, there's different ways you can talk to them. Mm -hmm. If they like it, they like it, then we'll do business with. But we got to do it. So there is no single way, JP, that I can tell you, hey, man, do this. But I can tell you this. You guys put all the time and effort to make sure no matter what, you're constantly reaching out, talking on the phone, meeting them in, in person. It's just a matter of time. It's mm -hmm. just a matter of time. It's like going to the gym. And I mean, I won't, I've been losing, I'm trying to lose weight 25 pounds for the, for the life of me. I started back again. I stopped or whatever. That's that's a fault. I mean, I, I accept mm -hmm. that, you know. Mm -hmm. But guess what? If I go to gym in one week, I ain't gonna stop. I'm not gonna see my you know, 25 pounds go out. Mm -hmm. but three, four, five, six months, I will, right? So, yes. Once you start, the ball start rolling on its own. You're gonna you're gonna know when the time is coming that you are actually becoming 
the person that you were wanting to be. Ah, with. I love that line. You're going to know. You have to get started. Got to put in the work. And then it. I, I see what you mean. Eventually it hits you and you're like, oh, that's why I'm doing this, right? That's why I'm doing What I didn't hear from you, which is fine, and I actually agree with because I believe it's all relationship. You got to grind. You got to put in the work. You got to get in front of people, right? There's no one thing you can tell them. I agree. But a lot of people came in our industry thinking they can do TikTok and, uh, you know, Instagram and throw up a video and then they're going to be billionaires, right? No. No. It that, works some of it, but it works. Okay, so 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 basically, if I were to uh, if I were to do Instagram and TikTok, I'll probably blow it up. I I, I have no doubt about that. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But again, it's also a matter of 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 who you are as a person, right? Mm-hmm. If you see my social media, you'll never see what I drive, what toy do I have, where do I live, mm-hmm. and you probably will never see that. Why? Because that ha- comes with humility. I come from a poor country. I don't come from a so I come from different means, meaning that I don't come from rich people and family. And I come from a country where, you know, we, 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 we are respected to, to, to value what we got. Right. Mm-hmm. So the social media might not be for everybody. Of course, I can do a video here and there, but I don't mm-hmm. like into more, you know, look at me, look at, look at me that. So everybody is different, that kind. Mm-hmm. But the most important, I want to add to what you were saying, something that you mentioned that you, 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 you went fast on it. Relationships mm-hmm. okay, are so, so important. I would rather have, and I promise you this, 20 good relationships than 5,000 stupid likes yep. with shitty leads on Facebook or whatever yep. you want. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. So, so again, I'm talking about effectiveness. I'm not talking about, oh, I'm a, everybody knows me. I don't care if anybody knows me or not. That's, that's my last thing I have to worry about. What I care about is that how much, how the results are aligned to what, I, what I'm putting in. I, I care about am i getting what i'm putting in that's mm-hmm. all i care about am i influencing what i want to do am i changing lives on the people that i'm meeting mm-hmm. this is what i care i don't care about a video that 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 90 of people are not buying a house to begin with right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's wrong that's fine people find it the easier way to go and, and shy away from the true relationship and go away because nobody knows them in real yep. life well what i know in real life a lot of these people in real life i said man really you said that but anyways i know who you are but it doesn't matter right so to the new guys Please make sure that you create a relationship so strong and so good that they would be even embarrassed to consider work with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, I, I strongly believe in that. It can be it can start from one and two, two to four, four to eight, 10, 15, 20 agents, right? If them sent you one deal, mm-hmm. you're rated a million dollar mark. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure you know that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. All right, last question. So, the market. I don't know. We're not talking about the market. The future of the loan officer in the next three to five years. What do you think? Well, the future, obviously, that that's a very, um, uh, it's a broad. I mean, there, sure. anything can happen. You know, there's a lot of variations to it. Not just the future loan officer. You know, mm-hmm. but what I what I'd like to 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 tell people that instead of predicting the future, I will take advantage of now. Mm. Okay. We do not know if Amazon with the press of a button, you already approved. Mm-hmm. We don't know if, if the, the intelligence uh, AI thing comes in and says how to get a mortgage. Oh, don't worry. Just apply it for five bucks. You already send approval. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it should be a strong enough reason for you to not waste your time in eight hour day work. 
Mm-hmm. You should not. So I would suggest instead of worrying about the future, actually the future should worry you on working harder now and mm-hmm. increasing your business time and productivity now. So you don't have to worry about in four or five years, then if the mortgage gets busy, guess what? You got a few millions on the side to go and put it somewhere else mm-hmm. and do something else. So, so of course, we're not set to be in one profession and die in one profession, but you have to work so hard to maximize so much out of it that it can teach you and it makes you a different person. It can be a much wiser on investments, on real estate, on development, right. whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. so many things, right? Yeah. But do it. But do it. And I think what it comes down to, kind of the gist of a lot of this is, no matter where this industry goes, if you are relationship focused, you have a lot of connections, a lot of friends, a lot of relationships, you're going to be fine. Absolutely. That's how I look at it. Awesome. Well, Tano, man, it was great speaking with you. I love the energy. Of Thank course, you. if you ever need anything, hit me up. If I'm, if I'm out there in between San Diego and LA, I'm going to find you. I appreciate it. Thank you, JP. See you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, friend. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Get healthcare for your team, submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you will have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait and sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.